Welcome, welcome to the Business of You. Today we are having one of our microsodes, which is a short conversation I have with one of my teammates at the Brand ID, a company I founded 15 years ago. We love sharing the behind the scenes of some of the work that we do, the lessons we learn, things we're encountering with our clients in an effort to help you grow and scale your business. I hope you enjoy today's episode of The Business of You. Hello, everyone. Excited for this microsode on target audience. Now, the dictionary refers to it as a specific group of individuals or demographics that a product, service, or message is intended to reach and resonate with. This group is characterized by shared characteristics, interests, behaviors, or needs that make them more likely to be interested in and responsive to what is being offered. Rachel, what factors go into a target audience? Factors are things like the psychographics and the demographics. So what's the age of your target audience? What's the sex of your target audience? Mm -hmm. Where do they live? As we get more into the psychographics, it's things like what kind of publications are they reading? Uh, Mm. They spend a lot of time online on their mobile versus their computer. Um, what industry might they be keeping an eye on in terms of like news and trends? What are their interests and their hobbies? The Mm -hmm. deeper we can go into the analysis of a target audience um, and actually defining even like your ideal avatar, giving them a name, et cetera, the much easier it becomes to actually market to that audience and to write to that audience and to connect with that audience. So um, I'd say like, those are kind of the bare bone points. And I think, you know, Mm -hmm. everybody, no matter what they offer, whether it's somebody offering course creation or membership site creation or um, how to start a podcast or any of that, one of the main questions is who's the target audience? Who is this for? How does personal brand tie into target audience? I know a lot of our clients have what I think is a common misconception, which is no one cares about my story. Or uh, even a worse one is who's my product for? Well, it's for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whether you're a personal brand or business brand, you definitely have to define who your target audience is. When you try to talk to everybody, you talk to no one. You know, I think that somebody said that many moons ago. Um, But it's so true. And again, the reason for that is, you know, even if you just take yourself, right, if you are tuning into something um, that doesn't really speak to you, like connect with your heart, connect with your needs, your pain points, you're really just going to tune it out, especially today, right? Like there's so many things competing for our attention. Our phones are constantly dinging. Our notifications on our computers are going off. If we have kids, they're constantly reaching out to us for something or, you know, a significant other. There's just like so many demands of our time on our time uh, and our attention. Again, like the the more we can hone the message to the person we want to receive it, whether that's our ideal client, our ideal student, our ideal patient the more likely it is to hit them and get their attention when it's directed for for them. 
You brought up pain points, which I think is very, very important when it comes to target audience. And certainly when it comes to marketing towards your target audience, uh, if you know about anything about marketing, you'll know that often advertisements will start with a pain point. So it's something like, is your neighbor's lawn better than yours? Uh, tired of, you know, insert uh, symptom from medical uh, thing here. So it's like tired of feeling sad all the time, tired of creaky joints, tired of not being able to lift your grandkids up. Try Lovestra, which is a name that I've just made up. Um, <laughs> it reminds me of this quote from Steve, Steve Jobs, which, you know, I love quotes. Mm -hmm. um, you've got to start with the customer experience and work backwards to the technology. You can't start with the technology and try to figure out where you're going to sell it. Mm. Exactly. And you really have to figure out those pain points. Have you? Do you have an example, Rachel, or uh, how do you use pain points when you're coming up with target audience for our clients? Mm -hmm. I think a common pain point for our clients is they don't know how to position themselves in a way that sounds clear. Many of our clients are interested and very skilled at doing a lot of things and doing them extremely well. And that's part of what makes them unique. You know, it's also their differentiators. But when they want to communicate that, they sound schizophrenic or they sound all over the map, right? Um, so they really struggle with how do I articulate what I do and why I'm qualified to do that thing in a way that makes sense to my target audience. And another common pain point among our demographic is not having this clarity in how to communicate about themselves really kind of chips away at their confidence. They're confident individuals, right? They're accomplished people. But when it's hard for you to define what you do and who you do it for, it really starts to make you kind of want to stay behind the scenes and not be very visible, right? And part of building a business, part of building a brand, it's important to become visible, you know, in the right places to the right people. You don't have to be everywhere, but you do have to be where your audience is. Yes. How can you tailor marketing tactics towards that, towards where your audience is? By getting clear on where they are, you know, back to <laughs> yeah. like our opener, right? Is uh, when we were talking about the psychographics and demographics of the of the target customer is spending a little time really drilling down on figuring out <laughs> where your target customer is will help you figure out where you need to be active. Um, and then even when you think you've identified who your target customer is, there's nothing better than actually talking to them. And there's so many times we're helping people launch a first business and we spend, you know, several months getting clear on their writing, on their design, on their development of their website, launching it. And I always say to those those clients, hey, until we actually run this by your target customer, we don't actually know if it's going to work and if it's going to resonate. I mean, we think it will. We've done all the, the work for it too. But again, until the that connection actually happens and we test things on the actual person who has that pain point, who's looking for that solution uh, or looking for certain results. 
we don't know if it's going to resonate. So <laughs> we have to also be prepared to spend a little time refining our messaging and refining our marketing tactics um, in order to, to resonate, in order to really connect with the heart of our ideal customer. Certainly one thing I want to point out is that often for a starting business with maybe lower price point, mm -hmm. your target audience will be very concerned with that price. You know, when you don't have money, you're very concerned with that. But if you are trying to raise that price point, maybe appeal to people who have more money, um, then suddenly the best thing you can offer is time. And, mm -hmm. you know, saving someone time, really creating a customized approach saying, hey, that website that you've been putting off for a long time, what if I told you that we can get it done and you can finally check that off your list? Um, so to make sure that you kind of differentiate depending on your target audience, again, it goes back to pain point, yeah. what they are most worried about. Yeah. Do you know, what are the key performance indicators, KPIs, that measure the success of strategies aimed at engaging and satisfying the target audience? Depends on the goals of that, sure. of that person, of that business. Um, it depends on their offering, right? Because we have to back into goals are determined by the offer. Mm -hmm. Um then you define the goals. Once you define the goals, then you can identify the KPIs. But one other one other thing I was going to share, like to your point of time being the hottest commodity amongst yes. those where budget is no issue, that is 100% spot on because we, no matter what, we can't get our time back. We can't spend money to get it. I mean, we can spend money to get our time back by buying the service, but um Certainly, as a again, if your demographic is a higher income earning uh, demographic, mm -hmm. one pain point is time um, and getting things done in an efficient manner. And the other aspect or the other point, um, again, of like that demographic is they don't want cookie cutter solutions. They want solutions that are customized for them to be able to differentiate. So the more that you can offer that um, to the higher higher income, the person that's not so budget conscious, but way more time conscious, <laughs> the more you can customize your solution to fit their need and to fit yes. their goals, um, the stronger it's going to be. And one other thing I've noticed about target audience over the years of, of working through target audience and customer avatar with many, many clients is we often are we often are our target audience. We're right. just two or three years ahead of them. So mm -hmm. one kind of quick hack to figuring out your target demographic is you, you business owner, right? Where were you a couple of years ago? What were the needs that you had that correlate with the offer that you're putting out into the market today? Very smart and very it goes back to kind of creating a product for a pain point that you need because probably the thing that you're creating, you know, is necessary because you needed it. Um, but it's sometimes hard to remember that when we're the CEOs and we've got five million things to also yeah. track. So true. So true. 
And I want to add as the analytics expert on the team, don't forget that target audience is often evolving and you definitely want to track and analyze your customer behavior you know, after you start selling your product or after your course is launched. Uh, you want to make sure that you're using those numbers and feedback. Uh, one very you know, clear example that I see for a lot of our customers after their site has maybe uh, been launched for a few months and we've got some of that analytical uh, or analytics numbers coming back from Google Analytics. One thing that'll show us is um, where they're being referred from. And by referral traffic, I mean, you know, are they coming from Facebook? Are they coming from Twitter? Are they coming from Instagram? Are they coming from email? Mm -hmm. And that is a very, very good way to say, oh, most of my traffic is coming from Facebook. I don't necessarily need to have an Instagram or I shouldn't put as much money and focus on my Instagram because my audience that responds to me and is clicking on me is coming to Facebook and being able to move um, your money and your marketing efforts to where your audience is. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely one common mistake I see people making out of the gate is they think they need to be visible and present on every social media platform. But to your point, just invest the time on the platform where your audience is because social media could become a full-time job. Yes. And it very much is both on our team and in other teams. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So just to wrap up, I got another quote. Yay. This one's from Seth Godin. Don't find customers for your products, but find products for your customers. So again, just goes back to reinforcing of pain points. What's the solution you can offer your customer? And that's part of the equation of getting clear on what you need to offer. I hope you enjoyed this microsode. And if you know a friend who may benefit from today's episode, please share it with them. I'd also love it if you subscribed to the show and left a review. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time. What's the first thing you do when somebody refers a business or service provider to you? I know what I do. I go to Google, I Google them, and I check out their website. And what I see online tells me a lot about how this person is going to conduct their businesses, whether it's service-oriented or product-oriented. I look at the details of the site. I read all about them. I check out their homepage. And maybe that's because I've been running an agency that builds websites for many years. But I also think how somebody presents themselves online says a lot about how they'll do business with you. So highly recommend having a great website to conduct your business from. Check us out, www.thebrandid.com. If you need a website from one page, to 100 pages. We can totally help you fulfill your need for an incredible website and presence online. Check out www.thebrandid.com. Thebrandid.com.